1: Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.
2: This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you are a new podcaster, existing broadcaster, looking to grow your audience, or get more engagement, you're going to want to check out Poddex.com. Use code Cinema Gold for 10% off your first order.
1: Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. With your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Cinema Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we're diving into... The Little Thing spoiler-free review and the news that Top Gun 2 will continue to remain a theatrical release. American moviegoers have been drawn to serial killer films for years, especially when you look back at movies like Seven, which recently celebrated its 25th anniversary, and The Silence of the Lambs, which is nearing its 30th anniversary. The film is a classic throwback to the thrillers of the 90s, among others. This makes it the perfect time for the little things directed by John Lee Hancock to arrive. Hancock says he actually wrote the first draft way back when I was five years old in 1993. Denzel Washington stars as Joe Deacon, a former LAPD detective who now spends his days as a sheriff's deputy in Kern County, 110 miles north of Los Angeles. When a reluctant deacon is sent by his boss to retrieve evidence from the LAPD, for a trial in Bakersfield, his former colleagues greet his arrival with a mix of friendliness and weariness. Deacon is well known here. It seems as his previous exploits as a detective. However, one fresh hotshot, Detective Jim Baxter, played by the Rami Malik Rami Malik, has his own agenda. Hearing of Deacon's skills and wondering why he left LA. He invites Deacon to assist on a case involving several brutal murders of young women. Deacon is hesitant to join the investigation, but does, and the truth behind his departure begins to surface as he and Baxter zero on a suspect played by Jared Leto. The Little Things draws from the old thrillers of the 90s with its use of tensions between the protagonists, a decaying, decrepit urban setting, a game of cat and mouse between the cops and their suspect. These are all elements Hancock added to his thriller. The Little Things is an engrossing, nerve fraying watch for most of its 128 minutes, though the third act does struggle at times. The pair of cops have to put some skin in the game. This is a time when cell phones and DNA technology were not around and able to solve cases. We have actually not seen Denzel Washington since his performance three years ago in The Equalizer 2. And just like his regular incredible performances, Washington wears all the pain, weariness, and cynicism of this character right out there on his face in an understated, complex performance. If we compare this to Seven, Malik delivers a different performance, becoming the Brad Pitt to Washington's Morgan Freeman. Leto immerses himself in the persona of Sparma with creepy results, but at the same time, the character is all but wearing a big, bright, I'm a serial killer sign on his head. And The Little Things is opening this Friday, January 29th, in theaters and on HBO Max. And our second topic is Paramount rejecting Apple and Netflix's offer to buy Top Gun 2. A recent article came out that reported that both Apple TV Plus and Netflix both approached Paramount and made offers to pick up Top Gun 2. According to the Cinema Blend, a source had told Wall Street Journal that both streaming services inquired about distributing the film for the studio instead of the Top Gun sequel possibly making a decision to delay its release. But Paramount Pictures maintains its determination to bring the movie to theaters. The sequel cost over $150 million, and under circumstances pre-COVID, has a chance of being a billion-dollar hit. The question now is, why would a studio turn down Netflix and Apple? Basically because of the math. There are reasons to turn Netflix and Apple down. Netflix and others can only really offer 200 to 250 for a single film. In order to offer more, they would have to seriously consider the ROI or return on investment. Will this movie make us 200 million? This is why MGM wanted 600 million for No Time to Die. Netflix and others are offering Prime movies around top of 200 million. If you have a movie that's unsure it can break even, then 200 million is a good deal. Movies like Top Gun could make 1 billion if they are willing to wait. If studios have patience, they could make 1 billion. I don't blame Netflix or Apple or even Amazon approaching studios and saying, hey, you got a big movie? Let us take it off your hands and stream it. If Apple or Netflix could get Top Gun for 200 million, that's a decent deal. I can see why Paramount looks at it and says, we'd be wasting money. This is a movie that people are waiting for. It looks from the tra- from the trailers like a real big screen experience. Heck, even an IMAX experience. It looks like the perfect movie to get people to come back to theaters because they're getting a visual experience that you couldn't get on a small screen at home. Big sound, big images. I think Paramount feels like they've got something that's worth a billion dollars. This is a film that will translate internationally. People are going to see it. It's a great legacy title. I completely understand why they didn't agree to deal with Netflix or Apple. This movie is putting Paramount back in as a major player at the global cinema, which is where they need to be, and they need to make an announcement to the world. This is a film that people have already been waiting around for for 20 years. Paramount looks at the movie and goes, Yeah, these people will wait another nine months. Some people have gone their entire lifetimes between when the first Top Gun movie released... And when they started talking about the second, they're going to want this thing in theaters. They're going to want it to make its $800 million, however long they need to wait to make that happen. With their rebranding of CBS All Access into Paramount+, Plus, they're going to want to put it on Paramount+, Plus alongside the original Top Gun. It won't be long before all the Transformers movies are on there, and all the Mission Impossible movies are going to be on there as well. So they're going to start positioning themselves, and I think Top Gun 2 is to going to become one of the major players question i have for you guys do you think it was reasonable that netflix and apple would at least make an offer do you think it's reasonable that paramount then turned it down let us know by sending us a voice message at 682-305-0483 or send us a tweet at cinemagold2 thank you for listening and have a great day
1: Thank you for listening to the Cinema Gold Podcast. If you want to become a supporter, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash cinema gold. Follow us on Twitter at CinemaGold 2. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gold Movies.